0: This is Gordon Vernick with Jazz Insights. Today we're going to continue with the music of the great jazz guitarist Wes Montgomery, Let's take a step back to 1959 and hear one of his um, great renditions of a classic ballad. Wes was a great interpreter of ballads. The real mark of a a great ballad interpreter is someone who can improvise a melody that is oftentimes as strong as the actual written melody. Because the tempo is slower, it's not a green light to go ahead and play as many fast licks or show your technical prowess. That's that's not what ballad interpretation is about. So this is a wonderful improvisation on Round Midnight from 1959 with a trio that features uh, Mel Rine, One of his friends, uh, an organist from Indianapolis. Round Midnight, check out this solo. That solo, played in octaves, is a wonderful balance of creative improvisation, yet not straying too far from playing a, a real melody. Um, it's, it's a wonderfully constructed solo. That's from 1959. Let's go up to 1960. He recorded his first really big album. That's entitled The Incredible Jazz Guitar of West Montgomery. We've listened to, on the previous show, a few tracks. But let's listen to one of the great constructed solos on this record. This is on a standard jazz composition called Gone With The Wind. The way Wes would structure his solo is he would play single line melody and with his thumb and then go into octaves and go into block chords. And the block chords, again, are very reminiscent of, of big band saxophone section writing. And then another thing that's great about his playing is his comping. But let's check out this incredible solo on Gone with the Wind, and you'll hear how the the structure flows from single line to octaves to block chords. Gone with the Wind, 1960. this point he's playing single line melodies but right now he is going to switch to playing octave melodies. At this point, he's going to transition from improvising in octaves to using full-block chords, sometimes called drop-two voicings, which is very similar to um, big band writing for saxophone solos. That's the classic Wes Montgomery structured solo. We're going to listen to another track from the same record from 1960. This is called D Natural Blues. I don't know the derivation of the title, but in the 1930s and 40s, D Flat Blues was kind of the standard. So maybe they just decided to move it up a half step to D. It's a kind of an easy, slow blues, and Wes was a great interpreter of the blues. This solo, especially the opening two choruses, the melody that he improvises is is just has wonderful construction. Check this out. In 1961, Wes spent uh, quite a bit of time out in California, Los Angeles, to be more specific. He um, was friends with John Coltrane. This is the time when John had formed his quartet with uh, Jimmy Garrison and Elvin Jones, McCoy Tyner, and was also doing a lot of work with... Eric Dolphy, and there is a recording of uh, Wes playing with that group with Eric Dolphy and John Coltrane from 1961. It's a live recording, and it's, I I believe it's a bootleg, but it's, some people have it, collectors have it. I would um, love to hear that recording. In fact, Coltrane had asked Wes Montgomery to join that group, and that would have been quite a group because you know Wes was a hard bop player and of course Coltrane was really looking to for more more modal and free music so that's one of those groups that almost was but but never was in reality in 1962, Wes played with Miles Davis' Rhythm Section. It was uh, Wynton Kelly, uh, Jimmy Cobb, uh, Paul Chambers, and it uh, was also with uh, the great tenor player Johnny Griffin. They did a live set in San Francisco at a club called Subo. The record is known as um, Full House or Live at Subo, and there are some fantastic... Fantastic tracks on this live recording the first one we're going to listen to is called S.O.S. we're going to listen to the, the melody is played by the group and it's very highly arranged again it sounds almost like a big band but it's, it's a quintet and then we're going to jump over to um, Wes's solo which is magnificently constructed from that same live recording in 1962, Wes recorded the definitive version of I've Grown Accustomed to Your Face. One of the interesting things about guitar players is not only do they have to know how to play an ensemble, play chords, comp, um, single line, but they also have to learn a style that's called um, solo guitar, where the guitarist plays all the parts with no other accompaniment in a Wes was was a master of it. Um, Joe Pass was also a master of of this kind of playing. But this particular recording has been copied by almost every jazz guitarist who considers themselves a guitarist of note. This is a magnificent recording of I've Grown Accustomed to Your Face, Wes Montgomery, 1962, live at Subo.
1: (laughs) ¶¶
0: We're going to end today's session with uh, the title cut from the album Full House, also known as Live at Subo with Full House. It's a great jazz waltz. Check this one out. This has been Jazz Insights with Dr. Gordon Vernick. Visit me on the web at gordonvernick.com. Jazz Insights is produced by WMLB AM 1690, the Voice of the Arts in Atlanta, Georgia.